Welcome to Cave to the Cross Apologetics. I'm Tony. I'm Patrick. And uh, good to see you again. We are working our way through um, James Anderson's book, uh, Why Should I Believe Christianity? Right? And uh, he's telling us why he believes and therefore why other people, he's given us reasons why people should believe. Now, we haven't gotten there yet in, in terms of where we are in the book. We're on the third chapter. Right. Mm -hmm. And here he's he's suggesting that Christianity, we have to look at look at it as a worldview. And so he's he's told us a little bit about what a worldview is. Right. It's 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 it it answers the basic questions, you know, like where did the world come from? You know, what is ultimate reality? Who where how do we fit in and that sort of thing? Mm -hmm. And so we're kind of working working through, uh, you know, his take on the Christian worldview. He says it's based on what the Bible has to say. Right. And he begins with with God and who God is. We've looked a bit about uh, we began looking at creation here right? in the beginning. Right. In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. And so we just finished heavens and earth. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we we're making our way. Yeah. We did God. Yeah. And, we did and, create. And, and, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so this is a, a really, yeah. you know, that John, verse was, yeah, full of full, John, right? John MacArthur spent seven years in Matthew. We're yeah. going to spend yeah, that's four right. episodes in Genesis 1-1. <laughs> <one, one>. <laughs> that makes us the super Christians. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but actually we're going to move a little further oh, okay. than that this right, time. Right. Okay. So now we're going to talk about. To that's right. Yeah. To, to us, right? He made us. Uh, in this section, he says, a little lower than the angels, right? And so what is that all about? So he tells us that just as every worldview has something to say about God, so too every worldview has something to say about mankind. Uh, what kind of beings are we? Where, you know, we came from? What are our purposes? How we're meant to live? And where we're headed? Those types of things, right? Worldviews need to answer those types of questions, right? Right, right. That's why you have uh, uh, big name speakers uh, answering those questions. And even if they're scientists, they're trying to answer those questions and, and they become popular. Jordan Peterson's Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, you know, the Dawkins, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So um, we, we see people, uh, they don't come right out and say, this is my worldview. You should also follow this. But right. this is a, uh, essentially what they're doing when when they um, um, talk about the, the greater impact of, of the uh, their ideas and where they come from. Yeah. So even if you believe that we're not headed anywhere, that is a belief about where we're headed. Right. In that instance, not nowhere. Right. 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 Where are you going? Yeah. Nowhere. But according to the Bible, we're created beings, of course, but unlike other living creatures, we're made in the image of God. So in a unique way, we reflect some of the characteristics of our creator. Uh, we're personal beings. We can think and reason. We can make plans and choices. We can experience and express emotions. We understand the distinction between good and evil, and we can make moral judgments. Most wonderfully of all, we're capable of love. We can know the joy of both giving and receiving love from another person. And we talked about that uh, is that it's reflected in uh, a limited fashion in the inner life of, of the, the Trinity. That's so right. it's, it's fully fleshed out by God who uh, bestows us uh, um, a certain uh, communicative uh, aspects, uh, qualities that he has that uh, we can share with him. And so uh, that's why uh, in Genesis uh, it says, uh, you know, let us make man in our own image. And so it's not a, a, a physical stand in front of the mirror and sketch us out type deal. Um, but it's a, it's a, a way of having a relational aspect that, uh, that other creatures don't share. Right. Right. 
Also, the biblical view uh, that humans are created in the image of God implies that we have great worth and intrinsic dignity, right? Such that uh, we must treat one another with respect and, and, and that sort of thing. So being part of being made in the image of God means that everyone should be treated with respect. Everyone has dignity. Everyone uh, is an image bearer of the creator, mm -hmm. right? So it gives us, uh, you know, a basis of why there is, uh, you might, we might say, uh, equality, in terms of that, among uh, among all human beings, right. right? So no person is greater or lesser than than the other in terms of this idea of being made in the image of God. Right. We're all made in the image of God, and so we're we're all worthy of respect. Mm -hmm. right? It's 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 the um, uh, idea of, too of God subverting that expectation with um, uh, choosing of second borns in the Old Testament. Or uh, David, who you know is this puny sh shepherd kid, and you know it's, it's clearly not this man. Or uh, Jesus coming and 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 being reflective of of just a normal person who doesn't really stand out. And so uh, it's also reflected in uh, the good old letter to Philemon from Paul, who says, uh, you know, uh, he's he's not saying anything about uh, slavery or releasing this person, but he says, treat this person as you would a fellow brother. That's right, and that should make. Philemon pause and go, ooh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. all so right, all right. Regardless yeah. of your st st status in life or, you know, how rich or poor or whatever, right, right social standing, um, we're all created in the right. image of God, and so we all have dignity, we all have, uh, and we should be, and worth, and we should be treated with respect. Uh, treated with respect it's, right? it's, it's why the early church looked weird to people, because you had uh, Jews and Gentiles, you had rich people and poor people, you had men and women, uh, all serving one God, it, it was a, a sight to behold, mm. uh, if, if you could behold it. So. Yeah. Also, being created in the image of God indicates uh, weighty responsibilities on, on our part. Right? Man, so, yeah. I just want, I want the good, not That's the bad. Right. You know, as the book of Genesis teaches, God has delegated to us the responsibility of ruling over creation, right? And now, you know, what is this? I have to, you know, what are the implications of this? Well, rule, this kind of rule implies care and nurture for what God has made. So it's not a license to, you know, dominate and exploit all of nature, but we are, we, we might, the Bible uses the word stewards of nature, mm -hmm. right? We're to care for it. it. We don't own it. You know, God created it. And, but he's kind of put us in charge. Yeah. And so we should do a good job with it as it were. Yeah. Right? Again, a, a relational ship aspect. It's, 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 I think, um, um, a, a big, um, idea within the, the Christian worldview is, uh, is, is this relationship aspect. So, uh, it's God who saves, but he uses us, right. uh, uh pr prayers don't change God's mind, but he uses prayer in order for change to occur. Mm. Um, and so uh, G.K. Beale has a really good book on this, like, uh, um, expansive nature of the garden motif um, within uh, the, the, the original Garden of Eden and then the tent of meetings and then uh, the temple and then the church and then the end times. And uh, I'll, I'll include that in the link uh, uh, links below. So I think it's uh, God, God, God dwells with us, something mm -hmm. along those lines. It was an uh, excellent, excellent book. Uh, so another vital element of the creation worldview is that men and women are equally created in the image of God. Mm -hmm. While men and women are obviously different in significant respects, God designed the two genders to complement one another. I'm sorry, we just lost the YouTube. Uh, so. <laughs> 
Please don't report us. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we're, we're coming from the underground. Uh, right. We're in uh, uh, the underground city of, uh, of Alberta, Canada. No, I don't know. Providence, I understand. Yeah. So, um, so nowhere is this seen more vividly than in marriage, the foundation for family life, which serves in turn as the basic building block of human societies. In the Christian view, marriage is both a divine gift and a divine institution. So when were people married? Before the uh, before the government came around. Oh, yeah. wow. But wow. also because God's the ultimate arbiter of those things. So right. it's, it's divinely inspired. So uh, get your own things, weirdo people. <laughs> That's a government. Yeah. God has marriage, not you. Yeah. Right? Get your own Stop it. institution. Yeah. You're <laughs> appropriating our culture. <laughs> or, or God's, you know, domain. Yeah. Right? So one question every worldview addresses at some level is this. Why are we here, right? So we're created, God created us in his image, but why, right? Or posed another way, uh, what's our ultimate purpose, right? You're just a cosmic accent. You have no real (laughs) special quality to you. The only thing special about you is that your ancestors happened to survive to make you. And, Mm. and, and so the, the fact that you aren't dead right now is, is, uh, what what those religious fundamentals call a miracle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, and but really, it's an accident of nature, right? Right. right. Yeah. So the Christian worldview offers a supremely positive and motivating answer to the basic question of why are we here and what our ultimate purpose is. Uh, it can be stated, he tells us, in various ways. But one classic summary statement comes from a 17th century Christian doctrine known as the Westminster Shorter Catechism. Yeah. Right. The ultimate purpose, he kind of paraphrases this catechism, this statement a little bit. The ultimate purpose of mankind is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Right, right, which is uh, important and informs all the rest of the catechism. (laughs) (laughs) So in terms of a Christian worldview, the rationale for the answer isn't difficult to discern. Since God is our creator and perfect in every way, he is supremely worthy of our praise and worship. Uh, God didn't have to create us, but he freely chose to do so as an expression of his power and goodness. And we see this in uh, places like uh, Romans 9 for, you know, why did God create um, different types of people? That answers that there. Um, and also, um, uh, again, this this relationship uh, aspect um, to our creation. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so this explains why we are to glorify God, right? Because he is our creator and he is the ultimate, Right. And uh, we are his image bearers, and so glorify here has to do with reflecting what he's like, mm-hmm. right? That's the idea here. And so that's why we glorify God and enjoy him because he created us for his joy and our joy. Right, right. right. It's not It's not this uh, this idea of, uh, of stacking, you know, rule books upon you until you're, you know, <laughs> shaking like a 1950s, uh, you know, uh, 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 leave it to beaver sketch. Of <laughs> how much homework do I have? Yeah. Uh, so the, the next person is uh, rebels without hope. So again, we're, we're moving qu- quickly from Genesis one to Genesis three. Yeah, yeah <laughs> really? So consider what we've covered up at this point at the foundation of the Christian worldview is the conviction that the universe is the creation of an absolute personal, perfect God. And this theocentric um, um, understanding first God made the universe and he made it good. What's more, God created us in his own likeness. All right, so he uh, he created this universe. It was all good. He created us. He created us in his likeness. So we have this special dignity and, yeah. and we should be, you know, uh, and, and honor because of that. And we should respect one another. Um, 
<laughs> and that's what we find today. Where yeah. Everything's good. Yeah. What There's happened? No strife whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. No one sneezes. Okay. okay. So clearly, this is at odds what we've uh, with the world that we find it today. Uh, there are countless things in the universe that are aren't good, and there are countless things about us that aren't good either. So isn't the Christian worldview proven false right from the very start? It's dead on arrival. Yeah. So it says that all this, yeah. all this is good. That God created God as a good God. God is a perfect God. He's perfect in his goodness. He created this perfect world. He created human beings uh, made in his image. But that's not what we see, yeah. right? And so it seems to go against our experience, right? Right. And so that's why he's suggesting, is it dead on arrival, right? right? As long as you don't turn the page. <laughs> that's right. Yes. <laughs> Flip the page over and oh, you see. Okay. So there's more yeah. to the story. Right. Okay. Right. All right. So for Christianity, it affirms not only the doctrine of creation, but doctrine of the fall. Mm. Both of these uh, need to be affirmed together in order to make sense of the world as we know it today. Again, we, we, we look at um, uh, the chapter one where um, it talks about the um, uh, ability to know truth. And then chapter two, uh, worldviews um, need to be able to talk about certain things. So uh, not just uh, what, what the world uh, came into being and was like, but uh, how do we explain the things that we are currently today experiencing? Is, is there explanatory power outside of its, its, its own self? Can it can explain things about the outside world and what it's like? Mm-hmm. Even if the, the idea is uh, there's no outside world, you're just, mm-hmm. you're just experiencing um, uh, lines of code. Okay, then you need you need your Morpheus to come through and tell you uh, you know wake up. That's uh, right. Take but, the red pill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you want. <laughs> so uh, the fall. Uh, both of these need to be affirmed in order to make sense of the worldview as we know it today. Right. This uh, it's the the Christian worldview. This, right. this, so we this, have the creation the created good, perfect. You know, and uh, and mankind. Uh, you know, all human beings are created in the image of God, but. Uh, we don't see that, and that's the expl- explanation of that is the fall, mm-hmm. right? So one might say that uh, from a Christian perspective, our world, because of the fall, is ruined, right? It's a ruined castle, we might say. Um, it was once magnificent, and it still shows signs of this greatness, uh, even though it has been corrupted and spoiled, right? And so how did this happen? Well, the short answer is, Anderson tells us, it's our fault, right? Right? According to the Bible, the world is in the status in because we, we have messed it up. <laughs> we haven't lived up to, uh, you know, to the way that God intended us to live, and the consequences uh, have been absolutely dire. Right. Because we haven't done that. Right. So we've messed up. Right. We we were, were printing money that we didn't have in our checking account, and all, you know we, we messed up. So that's right. it's, it's only our parents' fault. That, that's it. so. Uh, Adam and Eve, uh, the first human couple, were created to live in perfect loving fellowship with God and with uh, each uh, e- each other. In order to do so, they had to observe the laws laid down by the Creator. One law. That's right. One law. But also, I, I understand, I would have broken it as well. Yeah. So laws that acknowledge their but proper still, it place. was just one. I mean, you know, <laughs> be fruitful and multiply. That's easy. Yeah. I, I don't have a choice. <laughs> D- dominate the land and, and, and uh, take it up, uh, uh, outward perspective yeah. until the land be, be good prepared. Sure. Okay. Just don't so, eat from this one. That's right. The one negative yeah. law there. Right. 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 And it's something that I think God would have given because he looked on all creation and saw that it was good. Yeah. So it's it's not like the tree was an evil tree. It was just the the law he told them to to not eat from it. Yeah. yeah. 
So uh, uh, the law that acknowledges their proper place in the world and the distinction between good and evil, between godliness and ungodliness, is this basic duty that they failed. Yeah. Uh, while they had the capacity to obey God's law, they also had the capacity to disobey. That mm-hmm. is to say, they had the freedom to choose between good and evil. Um, and again, uh, we can only go based on what uh, the Bible reveals to us on what that nature is. And so uh, we can speculate on different you know, word choices there and, 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 and different, um, uh, um, amounts of ability to choose. But, um, ultimately the, the Christian worldview says, um, uh, we have the ability, they had the ability to choose and they chose, uh, incorrectly. Mm. And for reasons we may never understand, they choose to go their own way rather than follow the way of blessings set out for them. They committed high treason against the King. Yeah. So again, using this, this, uh, motif of the Lord going against the Lord, <coughs> Would be this uh, this type of treason. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting how he puts it here. They choose they chose rather to follow um, their own way, right? To go their own way, right? And that's the essence of how you know the the, the situation got messed up. Right? Mm-hmm. Instead of obeying God's way and doing what the Creator said was the best, they cho- they chose to go their own way right. and make that decision themselves. Right. right? Again, which talks to the worldview. It's a theocentric, a God-centered idea of creation, of man, of the universe, of heaven, of earth, and they go against that order. They go yeah. against the naturally created order. So this isn't something that just, uh, just uh, oh, you, you, you did a naughty thing, you know, here's <laughs> the thing. It's, they completely upended the, 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 the naturally created order that God has, has laid out to them. Mm, mm, yeah. And so this act of cosmic treason, as he calls it, was uh, uh, was catastrophic for the human race and for the world at large, right? So not only did it affect the human race, but it also affected everything else, yeah. right, in terms of what was in uh, the world. Its consequences can be captured, he tells us, in three words, condemnation, corruption and curse right right good alliteration right? that's right good for you <laughs> yeah so in the first place then the fall brought about uh condemnation on all mankind right we were condemned according to the bible adam was every man right he represented the entire human race such that when he rebelled against god it wasn't just one man's rebellion it was mankind's rebellion right Right. So he, he represented all of us, and he did what we all would, would have done, is, is the idea here. Precisely because God is absolutely pure in his goodness and justice, what the Bible calls his holiness, our rebellion alienated us from him and brought us under his righteous judgment, right. which is condemnation. Right. right? And, and so you, you have to have this uh, idea, even with... Um, with with other uh, types of religion with that have other deities is you have to kind of have this idea of okay something went wrong it needs to explain the what went wrongness or uh, what or has what always been wrong, wrong. Yeah. right yeah. Um, but also there has to be an understanding of if your god is just or good as you claim then then how how can he let you back into his presence and so that's a that's I think a problem that the that uh, the Islamic version of, of God has is there's no redemption there. It's just you did the thing and now, you know, you're, you're, you're made, uh, uh, you're, you're good. So secondly, the fall brought a corruption to the human race. Not only did Adam spoil his relationship with God, 
He spoiled himself and his descendants. Human nature became stained with sin so that we are all born rebels by nature. We're haters of God. We love our sin. We love the corruption. We're we're sons and daughters of our father, the devil, as Jesus would tell us. <laughs> right, because he's because he's the first one that did this. Right, right. And, and uh, we, yeah, we reflected. We we were following in his footsteps. Right. Notice he, Anderson tells us he spoiled his relationship with God. Theocentric. That's right. So he went. He went against what God wanted. He he went his own independent mm-hmm. way. He spoiled his relationship with himself. Uh, you know, and then finally he spoiled his relationship with all his de- uh, descendants, right? And all other people that existed and, and uh, that were to be uh, coming into existence, right? And I'm sure his wife wasn't too happy with him when he said, "Oh, the woman that you gave me, it's her fault." Yeah, hold on, yeah. wait a second. Yeah. I thought we were in this together, man. Yeah. <laughs> so our hearts are inclined towards our own selfish interests rather than towards God. It doesn't come naturally to us to love God and our fellow human beings. Instead, selfishness and conflict are the human fruit of the human heart. And, so, and all you have to do is look at a two-year-old. Right? <laughs> Very true. I mean, it doesn't come natural. you got to work hard to get those little right. fellas and gals you right. know, uh, in shape. And, and so, again, going back to the nature of, of story and myth, uh, we, we enjoy characters that have this idea of, of rising above their 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 stature, their nature, and and being um, a kind to other people, even even the the mighty king who would step down from his horse and and give to the poor woman. Uh, we, we like those stories because uh, I think it, it it points us to the the ultimate story of of, of Christ's redemption and and coming down and and, and it also it. reminds us of what we should do we should, and what yeah. we could do. Right. 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 All right. And and so also the Bible talks about this this idea of of all sin. If if I sin against you, it's it's yes, it is a sin against you, but ultimately a sin against God because it's again showing us upsetting the 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 natural order is that uh, ultimately we're we're subject to God and then we're subject to um, each other by that relationship aspect. So it's amazing, you know, what this 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 initial what he's called treason or you know, decision to go against what God says, the effect, the tremendous effect of it. Now, you know, some people argue, well, well, it's not fair, you know, at all. but hey, look, it's kind of like this. If we're all in a room and I come in with a lead box and inside the lead box is, let's say, plutonium, <laughs> and I open up the lead box, well, notice I'm not the only one affected right. by the plutonium, right? right? Everybody in the room is affected. Mm-hmm. And so Adam, as it were, opened up the lead box, kind of the Pandora box, Ooh, Pandora yeah. box kind of thing, right? Not the music one. That, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everybody is affected, right? right? From from there on, he, he kind of uh, caused the whole human race to fall right. as a result of that. And again, the, the uh, Bible seems to imply that we all would have done that. Mm-hmm. Right? We all are would have been selfish and gone our own right. way against God. And you have other worldviews that also try and do this. Even Dawkins himself wrote the selfish gene. <laughs> why are why are we like this? Well, yeah. we have genes that 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 do these things. And so it's it's not like we're uh, a Christian Christianity is antithetical to, to science. Um, th- there are, you know, uh, is it nurture or nature? And we say yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we take the straight path towards all of it. <laughs> Uh, so thirdly, the fall brought a curse on the world, a curse uh, inflicted on the creation uh, by the creator himself as part of the penalty for human sin and a continual reminder of our 
predicament. So if you just have God say, oh, Adam, it's fine. Uh, yeah, you did uh, a, a bad thing. Well, but I forgive you. Wouldn't then, <laughs> wouldn't then the critics say, well, God just, just did this thing, but you know, he, he's supposedly this holy supreme above everything being. And yeah, so where's justice? Yeah. Where's his justice? Where's right? justice? Or, yeah. you know, so he doesn't need uh pure people that he created. It can just do whatever they want whenever they want. Okay. But it doesn't seem like that's the type of God that is uh that is the supreme part of the of the personal supreme. So his uh, his original design was that we would live in harmony with one another and with our environment. But now we experience alienation from God, from each other, and from the natural world. Right. World so not only did it affect us, our relationship with God and others, but it also affected the whole world. Right. The uh, you know our environment, uh, the world that we live in, all of that is affected as a result of. Uh, choice that was made right so there's sickness poverty war we're constantly threatened by natural disasters such as earthquakes hurricanes floods diseases and famines our world bears all the marks of creation that was originally good but now is horribly broken cursed yeah Yeah. so no hope zero (laughs) so for mankind the most painful and humiliating element of the fall is of course death right death is uh uh, encompasses uh, all three aspects of the fall, condemnation and corruption and curse. Right. Right? Death isn't a cessation of uh, existence, as uh, in many non-Christian worldviews, but rather it's a state of separation from the source and author of life. So the Bible seems to indicate that death has to do with separation. Right? We die physically, the spirit is separated from the soul or from the body, we die spiritually. We, our spirits are separated from the source of life, which is God. So death has to do with separation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <clears throat> our rebellion against God has separated us from him. And like a lake cut off from the streams of fresh water, he tells us, that feeds it, such is the fate of those who turn their backs on their creator. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And uh, you have um, people like Gary Habermas, who's kind of known for uh, minimal facts argument, the resurrection. Uh, one of his other pet projects that he likes doing is uh, near-death experiences, mm. and so mm. he um, he's done work on that, uh, talking about um, kind of this uh, this idea that uh, life exists beyond uh, the the physicality. So when you have people say, "Oh, you know, what's it like after death?" Oh, it's it's like what it was uh, before you were born. It was nothing. <laughs> well, I I mean that doesn't follow whatsoever. Uh, right. uh, the 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 sun will come up tomorrow. How how do you know that? Well, because it came up yesterday. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, how do you how do you, how do you get that 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 inference? Is that guarantee? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, what it, a, what no, a, no one's come back to tell us yeah, except yeah. for a few people, yeah. but we don't take their their uh, testimony uh, credibly. So okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, according to the Christian worldview, then we are tragically fallen creatures from our earliest years. Our hearts are inclined towards evil, and all of us are capable of great wickedness. Again. Ask your two-year-old, uh, you know. Uh, he yeah, the, the, he wants what to, he wants when he wants it. You don't it, right? have to teach the word And no. if you don't give it to him, you know, yeah. you're going to know that. Yeah. Put, put the cotton in your ears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even when we act respectably, we do so with mixed motives and impure hearts. And the worst part of this, we cannot fix ourselves. Uh-oh, so we're in trouble. Yeah. We're in trouble in terms of we're 
you know, cursed and con- condemned mm-hmm. and all these types of things. But it's even worse than that. Right. There's nothing that we can do to fix it. Right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Both morally and spiritually, we have dug a deep pit and jumped into it. And now we cannot climb out. So we're stuck. Yeah. So what do we do? Well, we have to join us next time oh. in order to, to get the the, uh, the uh, 12 secrets of how to live the perfect life. Let's click right. this video and there'll be a thumbnail with, right. with arrows pointing different directions. And yeah. So, uh, you know, very clickbaity like we make our, our short clips that you can go to on our YouTube page and, and essentially watch the, this whole video uh, or listen to the, the video or listen to this in video form. And uh, um, break it up throughout your week. Uh, enjoy doing those things, and uh, hopefully you can share them around. And uh, hopefully you'll join us next time when we hopefully maybe conclude the uh, the the um, conundrum yeah. that we find ourselves in. Right? <laughs> Solve this yeah. problem, and, right? And figure out if we have if we have hope. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, does the Christian worldview explain that? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Find out more. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) Join us next week. And thank you for doing everything uh, that, uh, that you've done. Uh, We appreciate it. Uh, We appreciate all the people that have subscribed that listen to that uh, visit the website, cave the cross.com. And um, um, we put book reviews up there, uh, other shows that we're on. There's interviews. There's all our past episodes. So um, uh, give it a check out um, and uh, feel free to uh, uh, let us know what you think. Thanks. And uh, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.